posted. Who was it? Was it by a boyfriend or a girlfriend or both to a stranger by a friend? Someone younger, someone older? Were there multiple people involved? Were you ghosted by family or a boss? Maybe whoever ghosted you probably sucks. No one does it right. Let's talk about it with Kadi Asad, Ghost Detective, and my friend James Hilmer. Hello, and welcome back to Kadi Asad, Ghost Detective. I'm here with my good friend James Hilmer. Hello. Hello. We are very excited because we have two guests today. I'm very excited to have them. Um, personal friends know them as friends from the best summer of my life, quote and unquote. And they also are amazing performers and have their own podcast called Twin Indigenous. Give up for Kaylee and Kara Morrison. Yay. Hi. Hello. Hi. Um, I'm really excited to talk to you guys. I think I'm like overwhelmed. I'm getting more and more excited as I'm like sitting here because I often talk about my summer in Cherokee, like too much probably. I've heard, yeah, I've heard a lot about it. I've known Kadi two years. Yeah. And heard about it a lot. Yeah. It's it, good. We got to get some other perspectives on the Yeah. Summer. No, yeah. I'm so excited to to have like I feel like, you know, because I talked to like Ryan here and there. Yeah. Very yeah. Not a ton, but and then Max and I talked for a while and, but not a ton again. So I'm really excited if I'm like, see, it was, it really happened. Okay. Like I'm not making up a bunch of people <laughs> who hung out with me for three months. And it feels like a summer camp fever dream. Mostly. <laughs> it was a summer camp fever dream. I felt like we, as a group and you guys have been there multiple, we're talking, oh, sorry. We're talking about <laughs> an outdoor historical drama called unto these hills which is in Cherokee, North Carolina, which is about the Eastern band of Cherokee and their really safe walk to the Western side. Uh, yeah. Very un, not uneventful. a lot of uneventful. Yeah. They just, it's pretty chill. I'm kidding. Obviously it's horrific. Um, but well, I'm confused by the word summer camp. Well, okay. So summer, because how old were you? We were <laughs> fully adults. Yeah. Fully adults. <laughs> Summer stock is like Pete. They it's usually done for people in college. Like you get hired during college, out of college, uh -huh. to come to go to a town, and you're like put up usually, and then you perform plays or a play through throughout the summer in the town, and it's kind of like known as like it's not community theater, but it's kind of around there and sort of internship vibes. Kind of, yeah. Would you kind of or like first big first big gig yeah for some people yeah it's uh I'd say the cast is probably about like 60 people tops and there's like a crew of like another like 10 or so people mm -hmm. and I, most of the people there are college age just out, I was just out of college um yeah, and then you have like a couple of people who like they need to play older characters so you'll have like a couple of random like 50 and 60 year olds which by the way like it sounds like I don't think people believe me when I tell them I met a man named Algernon but absolutely yeah. a real person Algernon's real and we follow each other on Twitter sup Algernon yeah, <laughs> yeah very cool guy um yeah. legendary um and yeah there's local people there like actual like local Cherokee people there who are you know descendants of uh people who stayed behind um from the Trail of Tears and I, people always liken it to summer camp because like I always say it's like a social like pressure cooker where you're there for like a short yeah. amount of time but you get to know each other so well because you're really in the trenches together yeah um, but yeah you're it was intense 
you're alone, like, especially where we were, like we were on a hill, like they called it the hill. Right. You had to like walk down the hill to the town. So you're like isolated away from other people. It felt like I was on a diet at first. Cause I was like, this is it. This is who you're talking to for three months. Cause I like, didn't know anyone yet. And I was scared, but then I became very happy after I like got comfortable and got to know everybody. And we were actually roommates. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. I like all these stories because this is, I call it, I liken it to what I call it pre spider bite. This is Cotty's origin story. Oh, yeah. the first episode of ghost detective. Yeah. Well, this is why that story was sad. Cause I was happy before. And then I moved out. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> this is Cotty before she had her powers, but maybe had like a different set of powers. I was yeah. just like drinking and happy and like, um, yeah, it was just like, so cool to like, all you had to do was like show up at like six o'clock <laughs> for the roll call. And like my parts particularly was not that hard. I got to stand next to my crow. Shout out to my crow wherever you are. Like that was a legend. Yeah. <laughs> a wild legend. Yeah. And uh that was that was super fun to just be able to stand next to him all summer. I'm like, he's doing a lot of work mm. and I get to also be here. And that was really fun for me. And can I say because it was wild this fact but it just was what it was that Cotty played my mom yeah Whoa. oh yeah <laughs> they called you guys called me mama or yeah. someone did <laughs> that was for a, a different reason entirely yeah. <laughs> but what the so did they age you up a lot with makeup and stuff or was it just makeup for sure um but they also you're also like playing like it's like old school stadium it's so super far away. Yeah, yeah you're, no one can see you really. Like yeah. they see you walking on stage, but it's there's no like jumbo cam up on your face. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> it's it's at a it's at a distance where you can't age is probably where it's you not super detectable. Yeah. Right. yeah. You don't have the problem where people think Cotty's quite young and quite a child. Yeah, yeah. people that I don't have that pro I didn't have that problem that summer. Yeah, yeah. Uh nobody was like also all of us were so young. Like if they were if they they're not like picking like her, they're like, okay, well she should be older. Like everyone oh, yeah. looked like they were 17, even the 24, 25 year olds. Yeah. So but that so that's past, but I think it would be helpful to hear like Kaylee and Kara, where are you talking to us from today? Because we're doing this one at a distance, one of our first ones. Yeah, uh, we are currently in Durham, North Carolina. Um, mm. So about five hours away from Cherokee. Yeah, definitely other side of the state for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Cherokee is like in the beautiful Great Smoky Mountains. And out yeah. here, it's just flat. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful. I like every time I was out like every time I stepped outside, I met a new bug that was too big to be a bug. Oh, I was yeah. like, how is that here with us? Summer camp. Summer yeah. camp. It every, was all signs great. lead back to summer camp. Yes. And then I remember one time we would just like drink and stay awake. Like we didn't know what to do with ourselves. And Ryan Ortega finally was like, why don't we all just go to bed? That's what we want to do. Because it was like 2 a.m. There was like crazy stuff. Like we saw, were you guys there when we saw like a, a quote unquote skinwalker or something? Like do you get, did you hear about that? I feel, is that the, is that the story you told on the podcast? Yeah. Before? So we talked about our, oh, man, have I? we ever seen a ghost? Oh, then yeah. yes. Yeah. Because I remember like when I heard you talking about that, I was like, that sounds like everybody talked about that later, but I don't, I definitely, if I witnessed that, I would remember it. No, 
I wasn't there because I definitely remember if I was, but it's a, especially at night, it's very scary there. And there's been lots of people through there and lots of history, both like with the show and then like just there, like geographically, like it's, it can be a pretty spooky place. Yeah. Yeah. Ghosty even. It was ghosty. Yeah. Good. <laughs> uh, it was, uh, it was wild. Yeah. The stage had a very strong presence and you weren't supposed to be there alone, which we found out. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, so this is the coming to fruition of understanding your spirited connection. But what are, do you, do the two of you have an example of a spirited connection? People you stayed in touch with against all odds, not just Cotty, but maybe a different one. You can say me that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, well, I'll like kind of split this because I, I don't want to be redundant, but like Cotty definitely is one like I just feel like Cotty was always like a kindred spirit and we've not lived on even the same side of the country in god 10 years is that how long it's been no, I it know it has been that long uh, yeah yeah I mean it was 2014 so not quite I did yeah. not bad but <laughs> almost yeah almost um but I don't know there's just and I I've tried to like think back about that summer and I just have terrible memory anyway and I try to think of like specific events that happened and I have a really hard time remembering them, but what I you do guys, remember yeah. is the feeling mm-hmm. and like Cotty in particular, I always felt like, so like such a kindred spirit, like just like, and then, yeah, we've just always get kept in touch on like social media. And then like when her podcast came out, y'all's podcast came out, like, you know, that was, it made me feel way more connected and Karen, I have a podcast and remember Cotty being very encouraging um, when that started happening. Um, but then too, like, I sometimes will have dreams about people that I haven't seen in forever. And like the other night I had a dream about a friend who I hadn't seen, God, probably in like five years. And in the dream we were, and let me just say like, this girl is like one of the most naturally beautiful people. Like she's like Julia Roberts, like, like otherworldly, like beautiful. But like, I remember one time, like she and I had like a heart to heart. And I, you know, I think like people, when they see this girl, like she's like, they just see like beauty and like funny and quirky, like all this like surface stuff. And like, I just yeah, got to know yeah. her up through like one conversation. We like, I got to know her like really, really well. And I always remembered that. And the other night, and again, I haven't seen this girl in like five years. I had a dream that she and I were walking down the street, having like another heart to heart. And I was like, you know what? Life is very short. And I should just message her and just yeah. say like, Hey, I haven't seen you in forever, but you know, I had this dream about that always sounds weird. People always like interpret like dreams as being like sexual, like, but it wasn't that it's just like, I always like saw more in this girl just as like a human being. And like, I just felt like I had to reach out to her and say like, Hey, I just want to know like you're being thought of and I'll never forget, you know, like what a wonderful person you are. And yeah. And she was so like sweet in her message back. And, um, but yeah, I, I've been like very much in that state of mind lately. Like life is too short. Like if you care about someone, like even if you haven't seen them in forever, like just let them know in some way. Yeah, I, I've, I've done that though, where I had a dream about a friend, even if we hadn't talked in a year or a few months. And I like actually called her and I was like, I had this very dr- vivid dream about you or how are you doing? <laughs> yeah, I feel like really quarantine, there's a lot of that energy, but uh, people interpreted that feeling that they should message differently. There's a lot of dudes just, emailing people they like went out with or whatever. Yeah. 
but then there's like the platonic ones are nice yeah yeah exactly that was kaylee kara do you have a spirited connection yeah, right now I'm connecting with Kaylee's dog an awful lot. Um, oh, yeah. In the, in the moment, I mean, I'm like she's attacking me down here. Um, but yeah, so I was trying to think about this, like who would this be for me? And I, I have a couple, but um, one person is um, actually a college roommate that Kaylee and I had, um, this gal named Liz. <laughs> Just super, super cool. Um, she, I remember like we had this really like strange friendship where like there was no social battery. Like I'm definitely an introverted person at the end of the day, I got to like shove my door and just, you know, do my thing. But we just, the way we used to like laugh together and stuff, but she ended up leaving our, our college like sophomore year. I think she transferred out. We've always stayed in touch, like never, you know, like in constant contact, but every now and then I'll hear from her or I'll reach, you know, reach out. And a few summers ago, I was going through like a really tough breakup and I just put a a thing out. I was like, Hey, who wants to be my pen pal this summer? And she said, I will. And we were like writing old school letter letters to each other. Just super cool. So her, um, I had this other friend, Cherie that I met online that I've never met in person. She's just always super supportive of things. She actually, she bought something from my Etsy shop years ago. That's why we first got connected and just anything I do, she's like always, you know, leaving a helpful, supportive comment or something. So Mm. those are my two friends that I often think, you know, think of for stuff like this. That's awesome. Those are really good answers. Mm -hmm. People in LA are like, um, (laughs) (laughs) they're like, it's too hard. Uh, it is hard. I find it really hard to reach out to people, but like when you find like a kindred spirit, like they're not going to judge you for reaching. I always get worried that people are going to judge me for like reaching out yeah. and like because I'm so sentimental. So I always get like nervous to like reach out to people and like gush like I think you're so cool, you know. But then like right. the real the real ones they don't they don't care. Mm. No, yeah, and it's- especially if you've like have you ever had to move or like change locations and stuff. Like I think you know what it's like to like leave and remember people. And so it's nice to, to get reached out to again. Mm. Sorry, I cut you off. What were you going to say? No, it might be like, it's probably for a separate when it's just you and I episode to dig, dig into, but I keep having the thing where there's people that I met technically online first, maybe in the pandemic, usually like comics or people I reached out to about podcasting stuff. And then now I can see them in public, but I'm too afraid to go talk to them. Oh. I don't know why interesting they would totally just be like oh hey that's you like and we would just talk but something is stopping me and i can't figure out what it is yeah to be continued i don't know yeah (laughs) tbc um that's taking care of business yeah Uh, oh (laughs) wait no no that's tcb (laughs) (laughs) my bad i like totally corrected you and i was wrong Okay, uh, I think we're all ready to move into our ghosting stories. It is spooky. Um, I'm very excited. Um, we'll start with Kaylee. Kaylee, will you regale us and take us away with your ghosting story? I shall regale. Uh, okay, so <laughs> uh, okay, so my ghosting story. Okay, so I okay. Let me preface it really quick. Sorry to be that person, but let me just say. I feel like the mystery isn't why they ghosted. It's why does it still affect me so much? Ooh, I, when I think that. about it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's often the mystery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Once you peel back the layers. Uh, okay. <laughs> so when I was in college, first of all, let me say I was a late bloomer. I didn't really like date in high school. Um, Same. I, yeah. Like I didn't have like even like my first kiss till I was like 18 years old, <laughs> which like yeah. is like a little embarrassing, but like it is what it is. Um, <laughs> but so, and let me just set the scene. Okay. So this would have been like sophomore year in college. So like the 2009, 2010 era, you know, we were just getting to know Lady Gaga. <laughs> That's We're setting the scene here. Okay. Oh, and yeah. I went to, Karen and I both, <laughs> uh, we went to a very small um, Christian-y, we were, mm. we're not very, like college. Um, Why is there a question mark? Because it didn't feel it was not our vibe yeah it's not our vibe uh, it was not our vibe yeah it was not your okay but it was the vibe of the college were they hardcore christian or were they like eh? i feel like it could have been more hardcore i it's looking back like some stuff was kind of in your face you know religious and some but i feel like they made it easy for you to t- tune out you know what i mean like you had to take a couple that required like religion courses and stuff and there was like a class that was basically like church but like the music part of church (laughs) but you said like once a week and like you could totally like zone out and (laughs) had to show up and you got like an easy a um so like it didn't feel like completely shoved down your throat but it was like kind of ever present but that's just kind of like the vibe and it was very small to the point where if you didn't know a person you knew someone who knew them if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah and so that's that's the setting. And um, Karen and I were both theater majors. Um, I don't recommend going in and being a theater major in the same program with your twin sister because they'll make you like compete all the time. So that's oh, yeah. not very nice. Um, but yeah, and we did this musical called Cotton Patch Gospel, oh. which was like a country-ish like telling of like Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I just was thinking it was like a Bible story by the country bears is what it feels yes. like. Wow. Yeah. Very country bears energy. Um like it was kind of silly. Yeah. It was it was silly. Um, but it was, was still like Jesus. Was it but laughing like, at itself or was it like, no, we're very serious? It was laughing at yeah, itself. Okay. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. And it was, it was, I I was not super into doing like we didn't do like, do like a ton of religious shows, but like, like I said, it was a Christian Baptist. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. I'm just, um, yeah, I was like, is it a Baptist? Cause they're historically not chill. And uh, so it's like, I was like Methodist, but anyway, yeah. It was Baptist, but they were like, they lost their like technical affiliation because at one point they opened a dorm that, Ooh, had both boys and girls in it. So oh, like yeah. they had to like leave the official like Baptist but again like this was not care none of our friends none of us were really like super religious we were just it it was a pretty chill college you know like it was small you could it was super walkable it had its pros and I just kind of was able to ignore the hyper Christian stuff when it would appear Mm -hmm. um but yeah all I have to say we were doing cotton patch gospel (laughs) and this guy uh was in the ensemble with me and I remember thinking, like, oh, he's kind of cute. And, uh, but he was a freshman and I was a sophomore. 
and I tend to skew older when mm. I date. So yeah. that was weird. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, technically I'm young for, I was always a young for my grade. So I was only a few months older, but still it felt weird. You were like a baby cougar. I was a baby cougar. That year I tried on a shoe that didn't <laughs> fit. Um, but to kind of like paint the picture, and Kara can, this is cool about how, because she was a witness to all of this. So she can like right. vouch. <laughs> Or disagree, which you might. Sure. Yeah. But if I could describe <laughs> him, I would say he was like a young John Cena. Like, oh. um, yeah, actually, I I would agree with that. Uh, <laughs> Very. I don't care about you. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. I've I've been like that guy over there. He looked like that movie star, and everyone disagreed. So that's really cool that. <laughs> You got agreement on it. Yeah, big just the thigh muscles of John Cena or we're not just face. Uh most uh, face, yes. Okay. (laughs) Definitely, (laughs) I don't know what she's laughing at. Definitely arms and like very built. Very like okay. His physique was very important to him. Skip leg day or leg day was included. I just don't remember his legs. Okay. So they were fine. I don't remember. Like, I have, like, he was just a floating torso. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I, I truly don't remember. I, I'm sure, like, it was all proportionate. I just, uh, he, and he was not quite as, like, muscular as John Cena, but, like, yeah. in that okay. realm. He could be related to John Cena. Mm. Definitely. Okay. Oh, he could, but I shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> That's. We'll yeah, there was some John Cena's from later. <laughs> there was some there was some mystery in terms of his uh parentage. Um, oh. but I won't go too far into that. But anyway, so I thought like, oh, he's gonna cute. And like that kind of guy is not usually my type at all. Um and we would kind of joke, me and my friends, we would kind of joke, like, oh, isn't he cute and stuff? And I started giving him this uh nickname because he was also pretty tall, and I called him tall and tasty. <laughs> <laughs> which like probably not appropriate I was probably objectifying him but like hey I guess karma got me on that when you hear the rest but um <laughs> and we told him that because we thought like he'll probably like that and he did like he thought that was like really cute and funny or whatever I just didn't think about it and then like so we do the show it's over um also he had a really deep voice he had, like a very wow deep mm, I like that yeah <laughs> uh so then he started this is like the prime time of facebook and like messaging people who you like on facebook and like talking for hours on facebook and i remember like somehow like talking on facebook or something like where he got my number i don't remember how it was but we started like i was like does he like me I remember like being like super surprised because like it just felt like it wasn't we weren't like compatible you know it just felt like two different worlds like he had been like an athlete in high school and just like doing kind of plays on the side and um I was always like theater nerd you know and it just like I never really went for like you know to borrow the job yeah yeah, he was super broy in terms of like he didn't like hang out with like a lot of bros or anything. Maybe but. one of my favorite types of people, the elusive, friendly jock. They're mm, so they are, yeah, fall in love with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that. Yeah, he he was definitely like a friendly jock who kind of was like fluid and like who he would hang out with, and he had like a core group of friends 
Mm-hmm. Um, but he kind of got along with everybody from when was I was he tell. popular was like, did everyone kind of have a crush on him? Well, he was brand new because this was like fall uh-huh. semester and he was a freshman. Uh, freshman, That's right. You said that. Yes. Yeah. But wow. he had like a very tight knit friend group from the very beginning, like a mix of like girls and guys. And like just through like Facebook and stuff, you could tell like and you would see him like on campus, like hanging out with this girl. And so like obviously they had something going, but I don't think it ever went anywhere. And next thing I knew, yeah. I was getting vibes that he liked me. And <gasps> so I was like. And, and now I know that should have been red flag number one. Cause like the oh, switch over, I think happened very quickly. That okay. should have been red flag number one. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. so we start this flirtation or whatever. And then like, I remember he like kind of like invited himself over to watch movies or something. <laughs> and we watched a bunch of movies. I remember we watched 300 and I showed, that was his idea. And <laughs> interesting uh, choice from yeah. him. Very, that's him. That's like him in an essence. Um, okay. And I remember I, I showed him Moulin Rouge and he was like, this is confusing. <laughs> <laughs> That's where the theater guy would call Moulin Rouge confusing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was kind of a doofus. I hate to like, he was kind of like a lunkhead. Like, I can vouch for that part too. I can yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. he, he just wasn't that like artistically, like he was there to like sing songs. I think like, I don't, and he never would have like auditioned for a play. He was just there for like, an occasional musical he, an he likes to singing. sing yeah. okay yeah 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 um but so and I remember like at this movie night and like and Kara's never heard this part but like <laughs> things like we're kind of getting like sexy oh. <laughs> <laughs> um but okay I was like a full-blown like I said late bloomer I was like full-blown virgin at this time so like it didn't yeah. go too far but that was that and then like we just kept it kept getting like it was super intense super fast in fact I found a Facebook message that he wrote to me oh my god yes yeah so I have a receipt and so okay we did the play in like late October I would say probably. I guess. That's yeah. usually when we did like the fall musical. <laughs> and this message is from November 12th. It says. What year? Uh, 2009. Whoa. Whoa. This ancient text. This yeah. is. But we mostly, t- I think we talked mostly through like text and obviously I don't have that anymore. And I think we used to like use Skype Messenger like, as like a primary. But he did write me this Facebook message. And I just want to like, this is very love bombing, I feel like, because this is the kind oh, of yeah. stuff you would say. Okay, I'm going to read it. You know, I'm going to read it in his voice. You know, baby, you are simply irresistible. You make this man feel things he cannot describe in words. <laughs> the best I can do is kiss you a billion times. And that wouldn't be sufficient. I can give you everything I have to give. I can give you myself. <laughs> Sorry, I'm making him a little bit too country. No, um, Wayne. <laughs> I can give you my heart and soul. This is a full-blown 18-year-old, but I don't know if that will do either. He would say either. (laughs) I don't know how to sufficiently tell you how I feel, but I can try. Ellipses. Ellipses! (laughs) (laughs) But so all I have to say, like, he was constantly in person, in text, like, saying all these things. And then, like, boom, one day we were... I would sneak him over um, because like, again, like a Christian university, you were not allowed to like have like your boy 
opposite sex people over at like a certain time and I would like I don't think Karen knows this you probably figured it out but I would like the screen was popped out in my bedroom because we lived in an on-campus apartment and he would crawl in my bedroom window that was so unnecessary (laughs) 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 why I think like part of that was like part of like the rush of like the romanticism of it or whatever but he would always like crawl in my window like just imagine this big hulking dude oh good yeah (laughs) um but yeah for whatever reason that was how he would always come over and uh, I remember one time he came over and he was and I was really sleepy we were just like chilling hanging out talking or whatever and he said I think I'm falling for you I think I'm in love with you and I pretended to be asleep like fully like because it was just too much too fast it was so much and I was like I like this guy but I'm not ready for all that. Like it was crazy. It was like my mind was spinning. I know I think. And um, two, like obviously he was like really into me, like sexually. Yeah. And so we were like kind of like not. We were, you know, what what would you the fooling around? I don't know what the the, the terminology would be, because <laughs> here's the thing, I realized, and this is like very personal, but like I don't mind sharing it this is when I realized like, oh, at least in this point in my life, I can't have sex. It was like insane, like penetrative, you know, P and V sex was like super painful for me. Yeah. And I could tell like that was an issue. Of course he never said it. Yeah. I could tell that was an issue. Mm. And we tried and it just wasn't working it just felt like I was like going through like a very painful experience every single time yeah and so but he kept coming back for it so I was like okay I guess we're cool and then he just kept like I love you I love you I love you all this stuff and it was like super super intense but I noticed like I never really hung out with his friends like he would kind of make tentative plans oh yeah like my friend is having this party at his house and you should come and then like it would fall through like all this stuff it was just I was kind of ignoring these red flags and that he would come over and hang out with my friends all the time and I could tell like, they were slowly like getting annoyed by him I can vouch yeah. for that as well <laughs> <laughs> and there was just like it just this went on like the whole school year and there was just like little things like and I remember like over Christmas break, like messaging him, like I had bought something really cool. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to show you this thing when we get back to school. I think you're really going to like it. He misinterpreted that as, hey, I got you a Christmas present. And so he said back like, oh, uh, what would you like for Christmas? I was like, oh no, I I didn't mean it like that or whatever. And then I was like, well, did you want to get Christmas presents or whatever? And he said like, yeah. And so I full on like went and bought him like a super personal Christmas present. Yeah. And then like, I'm not like a super like presenty person I'm not like a big gift I don't really even like to receive gifts but like if you tell me you're gonna get one for me and then you don't like it's like oh this is weird I fully like spent money on him as a broke college student and like mm-hmm. he, when we got back I gave him the present he was like oh this is so nice duh, duh, duh. and he didn't get me anything and then like a couple weeks later <laughs> sorry I'm just like helping to paint the picture here so no, you're doing great he a couple weeks later he said hey, baby, I have a surprise from you. Can I come over? I said, okay, cool. I thought like, I guess like the present got here, whatever he bought for me. And his present was that he surprised me that he had shaved his head. Oh Whoa. my God. <laughs> but like, Just like an experiment. 
for what? <laughs> <laughs> he had Great like, question. He had like very like he had like kind of I wouldn't say an unusual, an uncommon hair type where it was like very straight. Mm-hmm. And he always kept it super short. I think it would have been like blonde if he like fully like grew it out, but it would look really weird with him. Again, like imagine like John Cena with like blonde straight hair, like it would look mm-hmm. weird. So he do always think, kept it- Do you think he also maybe was balding and shaved it and was maybe feeling self-conscious and was like, I gotta show you? Uh, no, I think he just wanted to experiment. Like he was like on his own for the first time. I think that's what a lot of this was, is he was like experimenting, like, hmm, I could see whoever I please. And and freshman year, I can hear, and then like, as you giving the timeline, like you're like, Christmas is coming up and I'm just laughing about it now. Like as I've gotten older, like it feels like September was just a little bit ago, but for him, it was like his whole journey. He's gone. He's on. become a man. Yeah. In the oh, last yeah. few months, like I went wow. to college, I'm sneaking in through windows. <laughs> 300 to people. Yes. My favorite movie. <laughs> yeah. The totally. 300. Yeah. <laughs> But this whole time he he kept acting like, and he never asked me to be his girlfriend or like there was never any talk about like exclusivity. But I just kind of like, because he was like telling, and eventually I said, I love you back. And then it was like, everything like exploded. Like it was just love, love, love all the time. And he he always acted like he was super into me. And then slowly like spring semester, it just got like weird. He just became more distant. And then when I would run, because again, small campus, when I would run into him on campus, he would act like really weird. And I remember one time there was an on-campus Quiznos and <laughs> me and Kara and actually our friend Liz, who she mentioned earlier, we were all at Quiznos and he was in there and we were like, Hey, and like, I think I like invited him to come over to sit. He just kind of like barely even like spoke to me. What? And like, I can't remember if he like sat by himself or he like hurried out the door, but it was really weird. And I remember like Liz and Kara, like being like, like, like Liz and I are very we were very much a vibe together like we're we're eye rolling we're you know getting really irritated but I don't remember this incident but but I I know that we would have the same reaction I want to think I remember Liz saying something like that like I want to think like I remember her calling him rude like actually using the word rude and I remember thinking like no you guys just don't understand him just pure 18 year old idiot, 19 year old idiot, whatever I was at the time. But like, yeah, he just got like colder in public. But yet when he would come over, it was all love, love, love. Let's touch each other in our underpants and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just, it was very confusing. And I remember he, we, because we were theater majors, they kept us like busy. <laughs> Shut up. They kept us busy all the time. We barely ever got to go to like school um, sponsored functions, but there was like one rare occasion where we got to go. They had like a spring, like formal dance, which like is very high school. I don't know why they're doing that, but, <laughs> and we were, we happened to be free. And so like all of our friends were like, let's go. And he asked me if I wanted to go with him. And I was, I remember like being so like, oh my God, he actually like wants to like go out with me. Like in public it wasn't like a conscious thought like that but like there yeah. was something like I was clinging on to with that and when we went with his bald, bald head and uh <laughs> there's nothing there's nothing wrong with being bald it's just like the way he said that that's like I have a surprise for you like that's I didn't ask for that like it's fine right. it, it didn't look bad you know but like it's just weird I don't know anyway but we went and 
yeah, I remember we went to Chili's and the waitress like thought he was going to pay for me. And then he made it really awkward, which he didn't have to pay for me. I, I'm more than I prefer to pay for myself, actually. But like, it was just weird. It's just weird, weird vibes. And then we get to the end of the semester. Okay, here's a flashback. When y'all were in college, did y'all have midnight breakfast? Uh, it was like a, like a, like a special thing during finals week or something like that. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Finals week, okay. midnight breakfast. Okay. I don't know if they served it at midnight, but one time they were like, you get breakfast for dinner. And I was yeah. like, it sounds like a repeat meal, but sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, basically. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if it was like literally midnight or what. It probably started at 11 or something, but, um, people would like line the fuck up for this. Like yeah. it was like a major event. And I remember my friends and I standing in line and like, he happened to be there. He looking back, he probably just used us to like cut the line, <laughs> like, but he's standing in line with us. And this was like a huge red flag. And I remember like, we were talking about like lies and people who lie and stuff like that. And I remember him saying, I'm a real good liar. And then uh-uh. he looked at me and then he said, I probably shouldn't have said that. That's wild. <laughs> this guy yeah. is wild. And like the fact that I didn't like take off running, like straight out of that midnight breakfast line and just like, running all the way home like that that should have been what happened but it didn't anyway so like that's finals week or whatever and I remember texting him like at it was like the last finals week of the school year and you know like your schedule is kind of patchy and so you kind of have if your exams aren't too hard you kind of have like you know like hey we're all gonna hang out on this night because no one has exams the next day or whatever yeah. we were all gonna have like a movie night and again it's the last week of school we're you know not gonna see people until the next year and I text him and I said like, Hey, we're going to have a movie night at my apartment. Everyone's going to be there. You should come, blah, blah, blah. And he texted back. Oh, I'm already back home in Maryland. Oh. Yeah. And cause he lived in Maryland and he had fully like left school yeah. and didn't tell me. So that, that kind of makes it like not super ghosty. But then, too, I remember, like, just before that, Kara saying, like, hey, I saw something weird on his Facebook where this girl was, like, tagging him in pictures of herself where she was spelling out love with her fingers or whatever. <laughs> like, you know, very, like, MySpacey, like, type. Yeah. Love. Like, here's. Yeah. 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 Um, and she was, like, back home. And so I remember, like, texting him, like, oh, like, why didn't you tell me you left? And I just didn't hear from him <gasps> the whole rest of the summer. And, like, full blown telling me he, how in love with me he was. And, you know, like just constantly coming. He came over like almost every night, probably like for a whole school year, just through the window, through the window. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But I wonder if they ever fixed that window. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Kara, did Um, did you live in the same dorm or nearby or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? Yes, she did. Sorry. They lived, they lived together. They weren't in an apartment. It was a one-story apartment. I see. Um, okay. Actually, originally, those apartments were for, like, married couples back in the day. So they were small right. little home-like apartments. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And she lived... We had separate bedrooms. So she lived in the bedroom next door. Oh, okay. and you yeah. never knew of the screen door... I think I did. I would have forgotten by now, but I, I feel like I heard his big <laughs> like falling through the window. I feel like that's a whoa. I feel because <laughs> I had a boyfriend at the time too, and I feel like we were like, do they think we don't know? <laughs> I don't. I mean, I think I knew you knew, but for some reason it was like embarrassing. My boyfriend 
my, my boyfriend walked through the door and, like, yeah. <laughs> and then we closed it behind him yeah but he was also like fully like dating you in public and my guy was not yeah okay <laughs> i derailed you sorry so so yeah and then like okay so the next school year starts and like this is like where it's not a full ghost because i had to see him it's a very small school right so i we it's like the first week back at school like classes are just kind of getting started I remember he texted me. He was like, hey, you cannot come over. And I was like, yeah, of course you can. So again, I think through the window, maybe he came in through the door this time. Maybe we had graduated <laughs> by that point uh, to the door. And like he full on thought he was going to get like some not traditional intercourse sexy time. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But it, it was an ambush on my part. Uh-huh. <laughs> because like I fully like confronted him. I was like, dude, what the fuck? Like you didn't talk to me all summer. And then, like, the minute we get back, you want, and you, like, and that'd be one thing if he never said, like, he loved me or anything like that. But, like, the fact that you chose to, like, essentially, I guess, like, lie and, like, talk about how in love with me you were, right. you know. But, like, and so, like, we just, like, talked all night. And I was thinking, like, okay, well, I guess we'll just see where it goes from here, you know, which, again, done. I, and I knew it was over, but I knew I'd have to see him, too. So, yeah, you know, but then, like the next day I'm walking on campus and I see him holding hands with a girl (gasps) like again full-on in public and it was like super triggering for me because like I realized he I think he had a thing for blondes because Uh, like the girl he was kind of like had like some kind of thing with before me blonde this girl blonde and then the girl with the picture on the Facebook thing, also a blonde. Yeah. And for me, I mean, I'm native and I'm very white passing now. I'm a white native, a mixed race native. Um, But like, I've always had like a thing of like, where like, especially like, and he was a white guy, I should probably say, um, Mm -hmm. where like some white men, like when they date, you know, BIPOC women, like they, I think there's like definitely some like internalized like fetishizing or there's just something where it's like, okay, we can have fun, but I'm not going to commit to anyone but a white girl. Yeah. And so, yeah, I like confronted him again. And I remember like, we like took like a walk in the middle of the night and like asked him like, dude, what the fuck? And this is who this guy is. I remember him telling me like, well, you know, that John Mayer song, what? And, <laughs> and there's a lyric from a, from a John Mayer song where he says, you met me at an interesting time. Oh my God. And like the way he like romanticized like his like total like mistreatment and love bombing. And like, I always felt like he, yeah, like there was something like not good enough about me to like fully date in public or introduce to his friends or, which is weird because I remember like one of the first things he said when we were like first like talking to each other was I was nervous to approach you because I think you're out of my league. Dude, (laughs) this story reminds me of my story, honestly, that I shared because my guy would say things like that to me too. Like one time he was like, you're too pretty for me. He was like, a man knows when he's got a girl that's too pretty for him. And then like, and then it was over. You know what I mean? Like they're just uh, the scum. I hate them so much. 
Um, sorry, I that's like his. I, that's what to me. It's just funny that the well to dig from for him for like emotional depth is John, John Mayer. Mayer. Yeah, like, <laughs> like a lot of the stories like so two thousands, but also like two thousands basic guy. That line specifically, you met me at an interesting time in my life. Like Fight Club, that guy loves Fight Club, but he but he didn't want to tell <laughs> that version of it. You know what I mean? I was just like, it's not an Edward. Martin. I thought he was He's yeah. more of a John Mayer. <laughs> also, it's like don't don't quote John Mayer when trying to seem not like an asshole. Yeah, like John yeah. Mayer is a notorious <laughs> asshole. Yeah, <laughs> but this is like that's that's the essence of this guy. And the thing, the thing is, like I think like you know now we have all this vocabulary about like love bombing, you know, yeah, all this stuff. Like we have all this like vocabulary that we didn't necessarily have easily accessible at that time yeah but like part of me thinks like I do think he meant some of it which makes it weirder like I don't think he was just an asshole I think he was a very lost person but also like I think he was like both a very fucked up like terrible person and a very lost person I know I think he had like a lot of issues like I said like he had some like issues like with his parentage and like some family stuff that I think like really fucked him up it's not an excuse but like I just try to wrap my head head around about like I think part of him meant it he just did maybe he's like I don't know like maybe he just doesn't care about I don't get it It, it's I just can't imagine treating someone that way yeah I feel like the age like definitely mean to let that's not like a not an huge excuse, excuse but an explanation but yeah well so all right i don't want to like trample over it being like this is all what happened to bob but i think we need to go wait this is not okay. going to be in the episode just i think we need to go lead to verdict notes yeah transition second story sure yes okay but i also want to say you started it by saying i don't think the mystery is what happened but why i hold on to it Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I was in therapy and I said the same thing about my story. I was like, it's so long ago. And, um, and I even forgot about it, but then being in the quarantine that brought it back up in my head. And I don't know why it bothers me. And my therapist said something about it being like the first real experience of that, that it's like in you and yeah. that, that your body has like remembered it. And like, for me specifically, I kind of forgot about most of it because I'm in, like, I'm, my life has moved on and it, it's way better. But then like specifically, and sorry, mom and dad, edibles is what brought it back up, like taking an edible and like chilling out, watching Never Have I Ever. And then like, <laughs> and then like, uh, like I, all these images came back. I was like, whoa, I was like, brain, what are you doing? Bad brain. And then- <laughs> But I think it was because my body was like, oh, are we unlocking? Are we like relaxing and letting stuff come back? Sure. And then it was like, fire away. So I, I feel like to me, it makes sense that it is it's in you because it also is like um, like it's your first real dating experience. Right. You said it wasn't my first, but it was like the second, I'd say. Second. Yeah. And you're also like in college and like you're you, like. Kara was with you but you're uh it's like the first time you're kind of staying on your own two feet and I think it makes sense for someone to kind of come in and like mm, not behave well that would really 
kind of, and it's, that would, I, to me, like, cha- like change my lens of dating early because, you know, there, the sneakiness and yeah, like you, you were like, <laughs> like he snuck in through the window and care was like, that's not necessary. <laughs> like, he, he made a choice to sneak, you know what I mean? Like there was something, I, there's something about that that I think is telling. I think he definitely, like, there's something about him and to, yeah, like you said, like, this is something I don't think about a lot, but when I do like remember it or something like reminds me of, it, I'm like, oh man, ugh, that hurts yeah. so, like, in yeah. a weird way. But I, I think, I, I think there was something to like, that was like attractive to him about like deception, like getting away with stuff. And I think too, I don't think he was, and like, this is perfectly fine as long as you're like, obviously like doing it ethically, but like, I don't think he wanted like monogamy. Like, I think like he definitely like wanted to be with like a lot of different girls Yeah, and just couldn't tell any, or didn't feel like he could tell any of them that. Yeah. Um, and definitely if he would have told me, I'm like, that's cool. If that's what you want to do. Like I identify more, you know, as a monogamist. Um, so like go and find the people who you want, you know, that that works for and who will also identify that way. Um, and so I just think like, yeah, maybe he like went a little wild, you know, like not having his parents um, hovering over him I know like he came from like a very religious household and stuff like that so oh. yeah so um that's yeah, what I, I think it's a lot of him getting over his guilt about wanting to do that and not in the moment he should have just been like I would like to hook up with this person and I would like to hook up with this person but and he's also, like I gotta be a, their boyfriend first and he like that's all like really ingrained in there I feel like there's also something in like him telling you he, he loved you when you did he think you were asleep or I don't know that I fully fooled him but then again like but you weren't your <laughs> eyes were closed right? my eyes were closed yeah and I am an actress and I am yeah. an actress. <laughs> <laughs> but I wonder um, but it's weird to wait till someone's eyes are closed and uh assumingly sleeping to say that um college dorm room cuddling late at night you say wild stuff (laughs) yeah that's I think that's true okay well I was gonna say like I also just wonder if he had there like if he's grew up in a religious family um if he had if, if he was like I'm supposed to be with this type of person front facing and I'm having this like rendezvous right now with someone different and if that also do you think he had a girlfriend back home that he left on like kind of on clear terms oh definitely so uh I the girl that he I said had the thing on Facebook like I realized she was like back from back home I think she was like still in high school or something they definitely ended up dating especially over that summer but I think they probably had something like cooking you know um in the yeah. meantime um and I remember like one time he wrote me a love letter, like an actual like pen and ink, pen and ink. What is this? Walt Disney? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like paper. He wrote on a piece of paper. Uh, he wrote me a love letter. And I remember like one of the lines and it was said something like love is a two way street or something. And then like 
he posted like that as a status on Facebook, like love is a two-way street. And I fully thought he was talking about me. And then later I realized, oh, he was talking about the girl. This was like back when oh. everything was still like normal as far as I knew. Um, oh. Yeah. Which like was pretty bold. Um, but I also think like, if I can like delve into like the psychology a little bit, which obviously like I'm not qualified to do, but I'll, we are not about either, it. but we do. Yeah. It all. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he had like a bigger, like overarching issue with women. Um, I think, I don't know how much I want to say because like, I don't want it to be misinterpreted, but like, I know he had been adopted mm -hmm. and he, he, when he would talk about his birth mother, who he never knew, didn't know her, didn't know anything about her, but he did know that she was blonde, which I'm now yeah. realizing I never put that mm -hmm. together because he did seem to have a thing with blonde. And like, she had been a model was like the two things he knew about her um and I almost wonder like if like part of him like felt the need to like conquer women but he would always talk about her like in glowing terms even though he never knew her knew he knew the circumstances as to how she became pregnant or, or anything um Jimmy made the funniest face <laughs> a lot okay. <laughs> I, it just makes me like one like the psychology of it I feel like maybe there was like a layer of like he had to like he had to like gain some control over like the women in his life. Like I'm, I need to keep you all where I want you. Them. He didn't trust women. Maybe. I don't know. And again, like, Maybe. I don't know much about like adoption. And so I feel yeah. hesitant to speak on it. Um, and everyone's experience is different, obviously, but like, I could tell like something about that, like really deeply affected him in a way that he was not exploring at all. Yeah. It would come up from time to time. Uh, I, the adoption thing is very interesting and the religious thing is very interesting. And I feel like the hap, like religious people often adopt and there's like a lot of themes in there. It's like, that's a lot yeah, more to, that's like that. a whole sub thing. John Cena has some long lost younger sibling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> alert John Cena about this guy. I'm going I'm to go to the notes. Okay. Late bloomer. Not our vibe. John Cena's floating torso. <laughs> 300 love bomb. Screen window. Quiznos. Bald head. Real good liar. You met me at an interesting time. Damn. Woo. Snaps. Snaps. <laughs> that was like a ping pong of emotion. Yeah. <laughs> a ping pong game of emotion mm. that you just read out. Because like, it just reminds me of like that time in my life and it was just such like a roller coaster like the highest of yeah. highs and lowest flows yeah I feel my verdict is um I'm I'm glad he got gone yeah because, yeah it needed to happen yeah because I think he could have you know sound like he was hot <laughs> it sounded like and then like that whole like like when hot guys have like uh all that baggage like they're adopted and I don't know who their mom is I feel like that makes them hotter somehow and you're like can get trapped in that for a long time this is not helpful did he like but... country music <laughs> uh I think he did yeah everything sounded so much like because I grew up in a rural area and like all the country like 90s to 2000s sappy con pop country songs would have the like they'd have their like slow song and this all sounds like he was very much steeped in all of that like you got to marry your best girl from high school like that kind of stuff he sounds like that's his emotional well to dig in is like sappy stuff like that 
but has still issues to deal with that that shallow depth cannot really deal with. Yeah, I think you're right that there were things he was doing that was bad, but there were times where it seemed like he did believe them. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know that sometimes that whole like marry young and get, da, da, I don't know. I'm sorry that's if that sounds offensive, whatever that was that I just said. But like, it is like, it is taking things like at face value. Like just you guys found each other, you should get married. Like that makes sense that he would like express love to you. Yeah. Is what I'm saying making sense? Yeah, he believed. Like, yeah, probably. There's like a nice person in there believes some of it, but I think also to the the like natural human wanting to explore who you are also is like at play, and I feel like it's... the love bombing thing too, just lobbying out like aphorisms and like I think I'm falling for you. Like he's just like trying shit out. Like maybe if I yeah. see this, that's what I really want to say. Or yeah, yeah. But it seemed like he, also 18, 18. Like, that's yeah, you're big, so, yeah, yeah, that's the main. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Um, well, do you have anything you want to say to your ghost before we move on? Yeah, I would say to him, um, because like there was, because we didn't talk like after like all the events I described, like I would see him occasionally at school. We both graduated, never heard from him again. Um, I do know one time he sent me a message on Skype. I think this was like after Unto These Hills, actually. Like, so it had oh been God. some time. And Kara was using my computer. She told me about this later. Um, Kara was using my computer and he sent me a Skype message. Like, hey, how are you? Or something like that. And she didn't tell me about it. What? I don't remember that. It, it <laughs> happens. It happened. Um, but I'm glad. I'm glad. Because like, I probably would have like fallen the grind to a trap again. Oh, yeah. I never liked the guy. Can I just say? Yeah. Can I just say? No, well, you were right. Always thought he was an idiot. <laughs> never thought. thought he was I just. <laughs> you say that about me. Okay. <laughs> just we, Kaylee's friends and me as her sister. We we knew we liked him at first. Yeah. But when that name of like tall and tasty got assigned to him, I could see the head just blowing up. I just, think it gave him a newfound confidence. It did. Oh, oh you told him about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's like what we connected over because it was like, oh, this is funny, you know. And I just, I just thought it was funny. Like, I, I don't even think I was like that attract. He was like attractive, like on paper to me, you know. Yeah. It just wasn't mm-hmm. my typical type. Yeah. Um, but then when he started showing interest, I was like, hmm, maybe there's something to this. But um, what I would say to him, because I do, we're not like friends on social media or, or follow each other on social media or anything like that. But um, I do. No, I saw somewhere something on Facebook. I think someone had commented. I guess he got married at some point. Oh. Um, and I think he has at least one baby. Uh, mm-hmm. and when I found like the old Facebook message, because I was trying like I was like, I needed evidence, but um, his profile picture is like him like fully holding his baby. I would say like, hey, look, I know we were both really young, and you know I definitely regret stuff. I did and said when I was that age, but like the way you treated me was like actually like really dehumanizing and like really fucked me up from a very for a very long time. And I don't need you to like apologize. I don't need you to like make a thing of it, but like I just want you to know how badly that hurt. And I really sincerely hope that like you teach your kids how to 
be kinder than how you treated me because I just don't I don't like the idea of like that being like a pattern or like you know it's going to happen when you're young you're going to get your heart broken people are going to do fucked up shit like but like the way you made me feel like dehumanized uh and like less than and there's like other like layers of like race and stuff like that like you need to take that to heart I don't know that he's that deep but I think he would be affected if he were yeah that. Mm-hmm. yeah I think that's a good uh note to like don't like uh teach your kids some empathy when uh when dating and find like when you find your when you're searching for yourself you make mistakes but if you teach people empathy I think you know you're less likely to you know be manipulative to mm-hmm. others it yeah. was very manipulative yeah looking back yeah yeah okay um well this is Marley, a hard transition yeah, kind of just go like well where can we follow you and tell us about the thing or whatever so but now we have to transition to because we have two guests today yeah with two stories so Kara. oh i never get to ask it oh why don't you ask yeah, yeah this is wow. fun. Kara, who ghosted you oh um Okay, this is this will be a quick story, I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, first off, I want to thank the two of you for your podcast because Aww. I was driving along one day. Were you running for politics? <laughs> I was driving, I actually think I was driving to Kaylee's house and I'm I was listening to you all in the car. And I can't remember which episode, but I was like, huh, there's so many interesting ghosting stories. I wonder who's ghosted me. And it's like, you know, that thing where it's like, if you look around the room and you don't see the crazy bitch, you're the crazy bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I li- and I was like, oh, I'm the ghost. Oh. I'm the ghost in most scenarios. And I literally said, boo, bitch. Like, <laughs> like I was like, I cannot, I am such a ghost in my life. I'm very big on self-isolating. I shut people out. It's terrible. It's a horrible thing um but i am tackling all of that it's it's all it's when they say it's not you it's me it's it's me it's like <laughs> i totally that resonates with me but anyway i i haven't been ghosted a whole lot but i will i did get ghosted recently okay so um i for the last year um I was working at a holistic dog food store. Oh, wow. (laughs) It was just something I was doing in a transition period. Um, And it's in this cute downtown area. And we're right by like Duke University. Yeah. A lot of like new students coming in and out. A lot of like, you know, really cute grad school guys and stuff. And, you know, occasionally a cute guy would come in. Mind you, let me backtrack. I August of last year, I swore, I was like, I am not dating. I'm not getting a crush on a guy, nothing for a year. I'm off Instagram, everything. I was like, this is the opposite of a hoe face. Like I am drying everything out. (laughs) A no hoe face. A no hoe face. (laughs) Um, So that year comes and goes. And this cute guy comes in once with this cute little tiny chihuahua. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, yeah, I just, as soon as he came in, I was like, Oh no, you're going to be, you're going to be a problem for me. I don't know. 
Um, but we went, we struck up like a nice conversation and it's just, you know, you have those connections with people, you're just vibing with them. It, that's what it was. We were just, you know, just clicking and, you know, he went on his way and he told me, he was like, oh, I'm going to be a business student at Duke coming up. I was like, oh, great. I'll see you all the time. He's like, oh yeah. And I'm moving across the street from here. Like could see his apartment from across where I, where I worked. Um, so I am like harboring this little crush and I don't see him. I don't see him. And then sometimes I would see him like leaving the apartment. And sometimes I would see him like going to the restaurant across the street. And it got to be a thing where I looked like a puppy myself staring out the window. Yeah. Like looking for this guy, looking like an idiot. (laughs) Um, but he would never come in the store. I was like, well, we must not have like hit it off as well as I thought because he's never come back in here. Um, he comes in again one time, same kind of situation. We have a great conversation. I'm really feeling it. Um, then maybe a week or two later, I look out the window and I see him with two people that they had to be his parents. They look just like him Mm. and this girl. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I didn't really get an obvious girlfriend vibe. I thought maybe she was like a sister or a cousin. Um, so I wasn't sure about that. So fast forward, I am on my way out of this job. I've put in my two weeks. I've got like two shifts left. And I remember thinking to myself, I was like, damn, this guy, I'm just, I'm never going to see him again. Like, it's obviously, it's not going to happen. And Prince Eric. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was combing my hair with a fork at the time. I was thinking on this. Uh, a dinglehopper, excuse me. Um, <laughs> but I remember I'm I'm like, woe is me getting all sad. I'm never going to see this guy because I'm never coming back in the store after I quit here. Um, and I am like, I'm right behind the counter where the register is. And I'm bent down, kind of like fidgeting with a box oh. or something. <laughs> yeah, really hot stuff. Um, and <laughs> I hear the little bell on the door ring. And I just pop up. I'm like, oh, hi, welcome to the store. The whole little speech, you know, the retail, you know, when somebody comes in the door. (laughs) And it was like a movie. I'm like in slow motion. I like pop up and it's like, oh, it's him. (gasps) And like this huge smile just comes across my face. I'm like blushing. He's like, hey, I hadn't seen this guy in months at this point. Yeah. In MIA. And he's on the phone. Oh. And he's on speakerphone and I hear a girl's voice. So oh. I was like, oh, interesting. Again, maybe a sister, a cousin. <laughs> Didn't sound like a mom, a but sister cousin. A sister TLC. cousin. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he just kind of like mills about. He's like shopping, picking stuff out. And I'm thinking, like, okay, he's really not in the mood to chat today, like he normally is. So whatever. And he gets off the phone and he comes up to me. He's like, hey, do you have this brand of dog food? And I'm like, yeah, sorry. No, we don't. Um, And he's just asking me a lot of questions about the dog food. And I was like, dude, it's not about the dog food. (laughs) 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 Um, But so he's talking to me and then he just interrupts himself like mid questioning of the products. He's like, I'm sorry. I, I remember you from months back. I haven't been in a long time, but you're really cool. Like, do you remember me? I was like, I think so. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Just playing it off. Um, 
and he's just like yeah I just I've always remembered you you just seem really cool and I was just like yeah I am (laughs) no I didn't say that (laughs) but um he was just yeah being kind of sweet and charming and I'm like do I say anything I am not one to like ask a guy out I'm very I can be very shy like I just I can't I have a hard time making that move um you should tell them they're tall and tasty it works every time (laughs) but um anyway he goes to check out and he said you know I gotta come in here more often oh and I was like (laughs) oh I was like oh why like (laughs) Do you feed your dog every day? Like, what is Do this? you feed your dog every day? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but he's like, yeah, I need to come in here more often. I was like, yeah, I mean, it's it's a great little store. He's like, yeah, I mean, but I should come in and just, you know, say hi to you. I was like, oh, oh. funny you should say that. Tomorrow is my last shift at this store. I'm not going to work here anymore. He's like, oh, man, that's a, that's a huge bummer. You're so great every time I come in. Like, you're always so helpful. And I was just like, yeah, you know, well, it is what it is. And he ended up signing up. We have this like little rewards program at the store. It's a good thing I don't work there anymore because I could get fired for this. <laughs> but, um, he signs up like I have to take his name and his phone number. And as he's leaving, he says, hey, you got my phone number in that computer. You should uh, use it to text me sometime. We'll walk our dogs together. And I was like, oh. Oh my god and I was I was so excited there was nobody in the store I literally ran two laps around the whole sales floor she had the zoomies I did (laughs) (laughs) I was going crazy and so I was like okay how do I play this so mind you I've started another job at this point and I've become really fast friends with one of my coworkers there and I'm asking her I'm like okay her name I'll use her real name it's it's Olivia she, I was like, Olivia, how do I approach this with this guy? What do we do? Like, how do I, how do I text him? I feel weird for even taking his phone number. I mean, he told me to, but I took his phone number off of a dog food points system. It feels ridiculous. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, all right, here's what you're going to do. I love this about her. She's like, here's what you're going to do. You're going to wait until next week. Don't think about him. Don't text him. Don't do anything. I was like, okay. So I waited until the next week and she coached me through every word of that text. She said, hey, we're both kind of new to the area. You ever want to get together? You know, that kind of thing, like a loose invite to hang out at some point. So I'm waiting. I don't hear anything and I don't hear anything. And I'm thinking like, okay, this is really weird. And I got mad. So I deleted his number out of my phone. And then a month later, I get a text that says, hey, you, I'm really sorry. I had finals. How are you? What's been going on? And I was like, do I respond to this? Wait, yeah. hold on. I feel like you, because you definitely told me about this at the time. Didn't you say he said, I missed your text? Is the, Am I just imagining that? I don't know. I, I mean, I have your- it right here. So there's a very important plural or not. I missed your text. T means I did not see the message you sent me. I missed your texts. I missed talking to you, but they had never texted. Also, I feel like I missed you. Uh, yeah, they hadn't texted yet. Okay. okay. No, oh, I'm so sorry. So I did text. So on September 28th, <laughs> I sent the following. I said, 
I'm going to call him, I'll, I'll call him Elvis. Hey, oh. Elvis. <laughs> it's, Not Elvis. Oh, I, I'm saying Elvis because it sounds like his real name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kara from Name of Store. I enjoy chatting with you since we're both new to the area. Let me know if you ever want to get together. Hope you're having a good day. Smiley face, which is so ridiculous upon reflection. Oh my God, it's so deep. <laughs> Smiley face upon reflection. Um, October 22nd. So this was September 28th that sent this. October 22nd, he sends me a series of tweets. Tweets? I mean, texts. <laughs> I was like, wow, he is really confident. <laughs> hey you and when he sent this to me i had no idea who this was because i deleted the number right he says hey you so sorry i missed your message i've been busy with school and finals how are you and i i could not bring myself to respond to it because i was like i thought you died dude yeah like i thought what could have happened to this guy yeah. in a month's time which hey finals are tough that's a tough time but like let me know you're alive mm-hmm. and, and like it just I need to say like this was super hard for me to text this guy like I have been on this like no dating kick like not even allowing myself to get a crush on anybody yeah um and here I was like falling into this like kind of puppy thing with him for lack of a <laughs> wow like yeah and they called it puppy love yeah <laughs> but um like y'all didn't date y'all even like hang out ever. no no nothing ever happened with this guy this is how little i've been ghosted that this is my ghosting story <sighs> so you ghosted. you're the ghost you ghosted him. i guess i responded did well he yeah. it was a uh, he ghosted you first and then he right like a haunting yeah we place a lot of importance on the last left on red text but it sort of happened two times right both of you well he would come in and disappear and come in and disappear i have a thought but it's more of a verdict well oh, but should it's... i read the notes? well okay but but you were like this story is also important to me well like it's the ghosting story i don't get ghosted a lot so this is a story but also the fact that you didn't text back you felt like showed restraint because you were like i don't really like this behavior in general right yeah, yeah, honestly, it took me it took me going back to my texting coach Olivia and asking her, "What do I do?" And she it? said, she told me specifically, she said, "You are not texting him back, not now, not ever." She start she started stalking him on Instagram. Okay, and she said, "Kara, this is a fuckboy. I can see it from his pictures." Okay, I was like, "All right, uh, I I can I can see that." And she said, "What you're gonna do? You're gonna go into your settings." You're going to turn your red receipts on for him <laughs> and let him see. Uh, ooh, that. Yeah, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> really cool. Um, so I did, I did everything she told me to do. I, I turned it on so that he could see that I read his messages and seen bitch. Yeah. That, that was that. I wonder if he had an Olivia that was like, okay, here, dude, here's what you do. Don't text her back for a month. And then when you do, pretend like you never saw it until right now. I feel like it, if it was that it was a single father yeah. who missed out on those things, because what horrible advice! Yeah. Well, not all Olivia's are quality Olivia's. Yes, that's yeah. true. A guy would be like, if you ignore her, like she'll she'll come back. Maybe my guy was coaching your guy. 
I don't know. Did your guy look like John Cena, Kara? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, describe, describe. Um, who would play him? You said him? like Elvis. Yeah, who would play him? Well, no, I didn't say he looked like Elvis. His name sounds oh, like Elvis. Oh, that's what it was. Okay. Oh God, now I got um, his name is not Pelvis. I should just fill in that <laughs> word there. Um, but it does have a common syllable. If um, his name was Pelvis, I'd date him so hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, gosh, who does he look like? Um, I can't even think of anybody like a famous person but he's tall um like michael his... sarah? <laughs> the, michael the, sarah yeah but why why is that I don't know, out of the question <laughs> michael sarah's <laughs> tall or appears tall how tall is he known for being tall no, he's that's what i'm saying lanky yeah yeah i was like that's not the first thing they're like you know a real tall type like michael sarah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well you're tall yeah. yeah no definitely he's the opposite of michael sarah i would say oh. like he is um not lanky he's like kind of uh, i don't know he's not white okay mm-hmm. and i actually never got confirmation on i see so i background. just right um i don't know i remember he was from florida i think specifically uh, he was from miami okay um but yeah i don't know i can't think of anybody like i never him. saw him i can't help you i wish you could oh true i, I don't know why i know you, dip, <laughs> you kind of dip into like verdicts or ish territory but i was just like that the big red flag for me is mba like business school like oh, I'm with a very yeah. broad brush but like i've been oh, on yeah. college campuses for a decade uh doing like a phd and stuff and like business school is always just like you're gonna run into some dickheads over there like it's One that's time, fuck boy city uh a business they make a lot of money though a eventually. business school what is this a business student in new york tried to pick me up in the subway and was just so forward about it I, I was flattered but i was like no like what does this work he was just like, oh, are you in town? And like, as I was leaving, he's like, so do you have a hotel? Or I was like, no, Junior, like get back in your seat. I don't have to. <laughs> I think we're all supposed to be sitting now. Thank you. Yeah, I was like, get away from me. He was, I, he thought I was on spring break. I was like, thank you so much, honey bunny, for thinking that. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. I, I, was, I was just going to say definitely right direction with the whole MBA. Yeah. I think that's a huge Duke's factor. probably a really good business school, so I don't know. Do you watch Superstore? No. Okay, never mind. It's too long. Okay. It's too yeah, long. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna read the notes. Okay, read the notes. No ho phase. <laughs> Holistic Chihuahua Business School. <laughs> Bell ring blush. It's not about the dog food. Mm. Mm. Poignant. Mm. Uh, I, I always want to smoke a cigarette after you read those <laughs> out. Whoa. That's very much the vibe. Sort <laughs> yeah. of like a Lenny Bruce type. Yeah. I think he had a girlfriend. Really? Yeah. Hmm. I think yeah, he had who a- was that girl other than a sister cousin. Yeah. Oh, right. Well. But also, I feel like guys with girlfriends disappear and come back whenever they feel like when things when you're are single, in, maybe. Well, yeah, when things are on the rocks or she's out of town or the one month gap. But also that. OK, so this is a thing is like you have the prime 
type of job at that point to be meeting people coming in if you like dogs you're meeting other dog owners like but the business model is set up to you buy a large amount of this thing and they don't come in regularly at all oh sure so i was like that worked against you there so that one month but i don't know he should but it's a chihuahua wait no wait they would eat less i don't know (laughs) the dog sayings also yeah this is kaylee speaking (laughs) i i remembered his name and i looked him up on uh instagram okay and who would play him is like a muscular like a like a okay john cena's body (laughs) but like more like built like that um but like if freddie prince jr okay was like more muscular and had a wider head bringing in amazing uh ghost looking men um a lot of times we have people who's just like they were though they work in entertainment have never seen a movie or something (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, yeah okay my vote is pretty strong for girlfriend but also you're right yeah i mean why but also i mean it's a college town Mm -hmm. yeah definitely did well, you then, did you sell dog toys as well as food? Yes, we did. Toys, food, all of it. Yep. Products and, in general. Products in general. Accessories. <laughs> I've seen people with the dogs. They take them to the dog store because it's like fun to go on the walk and stuff. Yeah, like stop in just in case they see a toy that they want. Or yeah, they know they can take the dog inside. So you're saying he like, could have stopped in more yeah. regularly. Yeah, I think yeah, so. I, I definitely I saw him out walking his dog a lot, ah. and and was like, oh. "Why don't you come in here?" It would drive. Oh, and he crazy. lived across the street. Yeah, yeah, he lived across the street. Uh, across the street. He might. Well, so the generous read yes, is the he, generous reading. As he maybe was like, so I don't. Shy, baby. I might text her but i like i'll be creepy if i go in there too much it's right there and it's right where he lives Mm -hmm. i think he maybe was dating that girl then when he was single he texted Mm -hmm. which on his end there's no problem there right like i'm single i'm texting yeah the thing but then there was the pause for a month right which i think things worked out with something worked out with or another person. Or, or maybe, or in a very generous reading, maybe he was very busy. So the fuckboy thing was texting multiple people at once. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Solved it. Well, I'm really glad Olivia is in your life to, to stop it. To be yeah. like, no. Because Do you have a she, connection with Olivia? Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So in a tw- twist of events, um, Olivia no longer works at my job. So I miss her deeply, but we still text a little bit. So, and I, I want her to continue to be a spirited connection. Does she offer her coaching services? <laughs> she should. She, yeah, this could be a business, I feel like. It really she could. Should. Good remote work. Text cons- a text consultant. Yeah. 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 Can I say what I think happened, even though yeah. it happened? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course. I think when I saw that time where it was two people that were clearly his mom and dad, he looks just like both of them. And the girl, she really didn't resemble them. Yeah. Like the, his family and, and, you know, people are adopted, who knows, but she was white, at least it, it seems. And his family was not white. Um, I think that, and they're from Florida. 
I think mom and dad made the road trip up to see their son and brings girlfriend from back home who he's now long distancing with. And maybe the long distance, like, you know, made their relationship fall apart. Maybe they're still in a relationship and it's strained and he got bored and wanted to strike something up with me. I don't know. But I think that there's something there. The fact that she was with the parents. Yeah. Can I ask you something? But you definitely got like, because he didn't say, he didn't use the word date. But you definitely got the romantic, like flirty vibe. Definitely flirty. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think, I think, I think business, fuck boy slash woman in Florida vibe going All signs. on. Yeah. Take the, Since take the man out of Florida. Game. Can't take the Florida out of the man. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. I, I'm dating a Mark's the Floridian, but. Yeah. <laughs> I scrubbed him. I don't <laughs> <laughs> Um oh if you have any do you have anything to say to your ghost? Uh what the fuck? Like yeah. <laughs> just um but honestly thank you because I actually after a while felt a huge sense of relief. I was like, God, I'm really glad that nothing ever came from that because I'm extending my year promise to myself. Like I just, I've had so many crazy relationships over the years, um, very long ones too. And I'm just taking a break. So yeah. I'm actually glad that nothing at all came from that. So, and you, you ghosted him ultimately, but because, for the best, I think that was a justified ghosting. Yeah. You don't so, wait a month to text somebody back yeah, and but, be like, Hey, I'm yeah. still interested. Also, yeah. You live, oh, well yeah, you didn't work anymore at the store, but yeah. I agree. Mm. Yeah. But, but thank you would be the the final note. Like, cause I didn't really need that. And maybe he knew on some level. Uh-huh. I don't know. What uh, we should, we should tell us. Well, thank you both for sharing your yeah. stories. Thanks and for having us. thanks for listening. Um, it was a very nice bright spot when Cotty showed me a message from one or both of you that you were listening. And yeah, Kara. that means a lot. Okay, it was Kara. <laughs> that means a lot to us. <laughs> and what you what can you tell us about Twin Indigenous? Uh, you you have your podcast and also your show and your show that you're preparing now. Kara, well, um, Twin Indigenous podcast. You can get it wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, Kaylee mentioned that we are Indigenous. Um, we are we're a pop culture podcast. We talk about whether or not Fred Blintstone is hot sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Stuff like that. So our first season was a little heavier because we were still finding our way, but we haven't, we've ghosted our audience. That's true. <laughs> we're going to um, put more episodes out coming up though. So yeah, tune in for Twin Indigenous. Yeah. Um, and you don't have to be indigenous to listen or to enjoy it. I think the, the name sometimes throws people off, like, but it's just like, we are indigenous and it's, we love pop culture. And so like, it will come up sometimes, yeah. but yeah, it's for everybody. Um, and then our show. Kara and I recently premiered our original duo show called Dual Stars, The Search for Mary-Kate and Ashley, uh-huh. uh, which is uh, if you were big into Mary-Kate and Ashley in the 90s and 2000s, you'll definitely enjoy it. It's our exploration of we're like they're gone, like they're missing from pop culture. They don't do movies and stuff and TV anymore. So we set out to find them in our show in a way. It's- we do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so we we did it in New York recently, and we're going for uh, we don't have official dates yet, uh, but we will be touring that ASAP. Come to Drop the nation. Sorry, yeah. 
come to LA and do it. We're uh, dying to. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think that's it. I'm, it's so nice oh. to talk to you guys in real time because I feel like we've messaged for years. So it's nice to like talk to you in real time again. Yeah, and good to talk with you as well because I like filling in my the backstory of origins of Cadi. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, let let uh, let us know when it's up again, and let me know when you're coming to LA in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thank you, thank you both so much. Like Cadi, it's been like amazing seeing you again, even through yeah. Zoom. Uh, kindred spirit. Yeah. Ted connection um definitely and James it's so nice meeting you it's so fun to listen to you guys is very opposite energy I, I think because <laughs> Cotty's just a wacko in the best yeah. way I also identify as a wacko so I love it you guys are very caring Kaylee if I can say yeah. that yeah. oh my god okay yeah. this is who well James is me and you're Cotty okay good I'm glad yeah. but, you know it's a little mixed you know yeah that was Kara Kara's yeah. the James where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at Z-E Kaylee. That's K-A-L-E-Y Morrison. That's M-O-R-R-I-S-O-N. <laughs> uh, yeah, on Instagram. And yeah, keep an eye out there because if you want to see Dual Stars, I will be giving, uh, I'll be giving updates on there. Also follow at Twin Indigenous Podcast on Instagram as well. And I am at, at on Instagram, I should say, at Kara, that's Kara with a K, Kara.keeps.going. Um, and I'm on Twitter too, but that's that's a dying art. So yeah. <laughs> uh, about how we're banking episodes and by the time we put them out, Twitter might just be gone. gone. So True. we don't have to say about that anymore. But yeah. There'll be a tumbleweed. Um yeah. And I'm excited to check out Indigenous. Yeah. yeah. Thanks so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening to Kadi Asad Ghost Detective. The show is recorded, edited, and produced by me, James Hilmer. You can follow the show at Kadi Asad Ghost Detective on Instagram and support our Patreon at patreon.com slash Kadi Asad. Thanks so much.